routine. I hope you have a great day today. Uh, I've got a great podcast lined up for you. Uh, before I get started, though, I want to encourage you, uh, make sure you are following me on Twitter and Instagram at RealJohnKeen. That's R-E-A-L-J-O-N-K-E-E-N-E. And also make sure you check out my website, JohnKeen.com. I've got tons of resources on there. They're all free from my podcast to my blog to a daily text message subscription where I send out uh, uh, encouraging messages to help you get through the day and walk closer with God. All biblically based, all scripturally based. Uh, There's a prayer hotline, just a ton of resources, media, videos, all sorts of things uh, to help you in your journey uh, to grow closer in your walk with uh, with Christ Jesus. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get started. I got a great podcast for you guys today. Um, I want to start off with a little bit of a story. I want to start off uh, with a story uh, between me and my son. So uh, I come to my son last night and I said, JJ, cause his name's John Jr. So I said, JJ, come here. And I said, uh, <clears throat> I said, son, you're four years old now. And it's time that you learn to, uh, to make your bed before you get up in the morning. And so like any other parent, I'm thinking this is going to be a three or four or five day battle to get him to understand the concept. But he comes to me first thing this morning and he says, dad, I made my bed. And inside, I felt uh, such tremendous pride. I was so proud of him. And I told him, I said, son, I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you so much for doing that for me. And he says, can I go play with this or whatever it was? And I said, absolutely. And as I'm sitting there drinking my morning coffee this morning, I started thinking about how much that relationship reflects our relationship with God. How often God asks us to go and do things And we don't do it, but we still want the blessing. You see, had he not done what I had asked him to when he came and asked me to to go play, I would have told him that you had to do what I told you to first. And, And so how many times does God tell us we need to go do something and we refuse to do it, yet we still want his favor, we still want his blessings, we still want his relationship, but we're not doing what he asked us to do. And so I want to talk to you guys a little bit today. Uh, Before we get started with our prayer, I want to go ahead and read the verse that we're going to be going over today. It's it's from Paul and it's 2 Timothy 4, 7. It says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And we're going to go through exactly what Paul's talking about in this verse and how you can apply it to your life and to your relationship with Jesus Christ. Daddy, we love you. I hope that you use this podcast today to bring you glory and honor and that people wouldn't hear John Keene, but they would see a reflection of your son, Jesus Christ, in these words, and that everything that's said today would be uh, glorifying to you and would lift you up and give you all of the honor. Let everyone that hears this today be moved in some way and and give them the wisdom to be able to apply uh, this message from you to their life in whatever way that you do wish. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Name, Amen. All right, so uh, I want to I want to get started and dive right in. So we're talking about Paul. We're talking about uh, uh, his Second Timothy four seven. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. You see, the apostle uh, the apostle Paul compares Christians. Uh, to someone like a soldier 
or sufferer or student, maybe a vessel or servant. And and I often think about a marathon runner. I often think about somebody that's running a race. And, and when you're running a race, you're not concerned with whether or not you're going to make it to mile number two or mile number three or four or, or how fast. You're concerned with whether or not you're going to get to the finish line. You're, you're focused on making it to the end of the race. And so the Apostle Paul says, I have fought a good fight. You see, every Christian is going to have to fight their own spiritual battle. And it, it could be your own fleshly desires. It could be a pornography addiction or an adultery or or a relationship or or a, a job or a, a, a terrible relationship with somebody else or or it could be a number of things drug addiction gambling addiction there's so many spiritual battles that you could fight but every Christian is going to have their own spiritual battles to fight whether it's depression or anxiety or anything else and so it can be your own fleshly desires but it can also be a trial that God can be putting you through or it may be a trial that someone else is putting you through but regardless of the fight what I want you to understand is that you'll always come out victorious if you've got your hands raised up in the air. You see, as long as God's leading your fight, then you can't lose because God can't lose. So while we may not understand what we're going through, while we may not understand uh, the suffering that we're going through at the moment, that doesn't mean that we're going to lose the battle. You know, I, I look at somebody like a boxer. They're going 12 rounds, right? And by the time they get to round 11, they're exhausted. They're weak. They're beat down. They're bloody. They're hurting. And it would be so easy just to throw in the towel and quit. But but they push through to that final round and, and go to the the judge's table to the scorecard. And and so if you push through with God, you're going to get to that final round. You're going to go to the judge's table and to that scorecard. And God is the ultimate judge. So you will win the fight. You see, uh, uh, um, I look at the way that I treat my children and, and sometimes, right, let's look at, at something silly as eating chocolate cake at 10 o'clock at night. If my son comes up and asks me he, to eat chocolate cake at 10 o'clock at night, I'm going to tell him no, not because the cake's going to hurt him, not because it's bad form or it's a sin or, or it's going to cause some kind of damage to him. Right? It's because I know that if he eats chocolate cake at night, it's going to interrupt his sleep patterns. I know that it's going to mess up the way that he sleeps, but he doesn't understand that. But I tell him no because I love him and I want what's best for him. And, and God works the same way. We may be wanting chocolate cake and God saying no, no, not right now, not right now. And, and you don't understand why he's saying no, but he's doing everything for your good, but for his glory. So the second thing that he says in there is I finished my course. You see the apostle Paul says that you're to walk by faith, not by sight. Finishing what you started is the key to spiritual success. It's not time to throw in the towel, but to stand up and take another step for Jesus. You know, I think about how many Christians today or people that claim that they are Christians live with a spirit of fear. And the Bible makes it very clear that if you walk with God, you can't have a spirit of fear. God doesn't give a spirit of fear. You know, Chris Tomlin put out one of my favorite songs, Angel Armies. And he says in that song, I know who goes before me and I know who stands behind. And it's the God of angel armies that's always by my side. You see, if God is for you, then who can be against you? The man that created this universe, that created you, that created everything. If if you think for a second that if he tells you to go somewhere, you're afraid to go there because you may get hurt or injured or people may make fun of you or, or God, I can't because what if they laugh at me or God, I can't do this podcast because 
how am I going to fit it into my schedule or God, I can't do this blog because people are going to make fun of me and they're going to laugh at what I'm putting out and, and, or maybe my past doesn't reflect uh, my current spiritual state, whatever the case may be, right? Whatever the case may be, God is strong enough to overcome all of those things. So when he tells you to go, he means go. He doesn't mean throw in the towel. He doesn't mean quit. He means keep moving forward. And then Paul finishes that verse up by saying, I have kept the faith. You see, your faith is the one thing that nobody can take away from you. You see, nobody can take away my relationship with God. It's the one thing they can come kill me, but they can't take away my relationship with God because as soon as I die, I will be joined with Jesus. And then on the day that he comes back and the trumpet blows, the dead will rise. My body will rise from the grave and it'll meet him in the air and I will have a brand new perfect body. And then those that remain on the earth will be called up to meet us as well. But but you have to keep the faith. You see, you can't walk by your own eyesight. If you walk by your own eyesight, you're going to see a world that is full of harm and danger and terrible things and bad things and, and heartlessness and evil. But you can't walk by that because if you do, you're going to have fear. But if you walk by faith, see, you're not going to be afraid because you're not worried about what your body physically sees because you understand that there's something else out there there that's in control there's something else out there this pulling the strings this keeping everything together you see your faith will be tried on a daily basis but your faith has become embedded in your heart and it's going to carry you through every physical and spiritual battle it's going to take care of you no matter what's going on you see too many times a feeling of being unloved or unwanted it consumes your soul but you're never alone Jesus is always there to lift you up. He's always there to carry you through. So as you're going through your life, as you're going through the struggles, as you're going through the pain, think of Paul in this verse from 2 Timothy. Think of what he's telling you to do. He's telling you to fight the good fight. He's telling you to keep God's commandments. He's telling you to finish what you start. You can't keep quitting. You can't lose focus. You can't start something and then start something else and then start something else and ever expect to get to where you're going. You got to keep moving forward and then you have to keep your faith because in order for you to fight the good fight and finish your course you got to have faith or you'll never make it alone i want to close with this guys the word of god what is the word of god how important is the bible how important is it to read the bible the bible the word of god is a light unto our path what does that mean that means that in darkness the bible will guide you that means that when you don't know what to do or you don't know where you're going or or you're not sure about something that that the bible will be your guide it will it will direct you in darkness and just like a flashlight just like a flashlight it does you no good to walk around with the flashlight but never turn it on because it's not going to illuminate. It's not going to show you what you're headed to or, or what direction you're going in. And the same is true. The same is true with your Bible. It does no good to have a Bible sitting on your nightstand. It does no good to have a Bible in your car if you never open it, if you never read it, if you never study it. You see, the Bible is also the word of God is also the gate to heaven for no man enters the kingdom of God except by me. It tells you how to get into heaven. It unlocks heaven for you. And if you're not studying the word of God, if you're not reading the word of God, then how can you understand how to get into heaven? It's also a God for the youth. And I love this one. The Bible says to raise your children in the way that they should walk in the Lord. And when they grow old, they will not depart from this. I think about my mother. 
I think about my mom and and how much of, of, of God she instilled in me, how much she tried to raise me in the right way to walk in the Lord. And even though I chose to take a dark path, even though I chose to go down the wrong roads, it was the seeds that she planted that allowed God to pull me back to him, allowed me to come back to God. So I know that this verse is true. I know that if you raise your children to walk in the Lord, when they grow old, they will find their way back to God. It's a comfort for the age. The The Bible is very clear. The Bible is very clear that that when we, when we are joined together with God again, that there will be no pain, that there will be no suffering, that you will have your perfect body. So it doesn't matter if you're 80 or 90 or 100. It doesn't matter. The Bible doesn't say that when you get to heaven, you're going to have your 90 year old body or you're going to have your 80 year old body or you're going to have wrinkles or you're going to have cancer or you're going to have arthritis. The Bible says that when you get to heaven, you will have a perfect body with no pain. And so the the aged can find comfort in that the Bible says these next two that it's food for the hungry and water for the thirsty. And I love this one because you can't go without food very long. You got to eat. Right, Most of us eat every day, and much like you eat every day, you must read the Word of God every day. You must read Scripture every day, or else you can't have that relationship. But it takes it a step further. It says that it's it's water for the thirsty, right? You can go 30 or 40 days without food, but you can only go a week without water. And so the Bible makes it clear that reading Scripture is more important than water right? It's more important. You can't go seven days without the word of God and expect to have a relationship. You have to read the Bible every day. The Bible says that it's rest for the weary, that when you're tired, that when you're, when you're worn out, that when you're, that when you're tired, that the Bible will give you the strength to carry on, that that God will give you the strength to carry on, that he's going to help you push through. You see, you find those verses that say, fear not for I'm with you, or you are made weak, but I am strong. And so, uh, uh, the Bible, the Bible tells you that, that he's going to help you get to where you got to go. He's going to help you take a step forward and keep going. And I often think about my mom when my dad left and after 29 years of, of marriage and being a home wife and, and depending on somebody else, he walks out on Valentine's day with his best friend wife. And my mom had two options. She could either succumb, right. And, and we could have lived a miserable childhood or she could turn her eyes to Jesus and find strength. And that's what she did. And, and Jesus helped her get through those times. It, it helped her work and still take care of two kids and get us to uh, baseball practice and get us to our extracurricular activities and make sure that we had everything that we needed. You see, it was her turning her eyes towards God that allowed that to happen. It was her relying on God and not on herself that allowed that to happen. You see, the Bible is also hope for the unbeliever for no man enters the kingdom of God except by Jesus you see for God so loved the the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life the Bible is hope for the unbeliever if you don't believe in Jesus today the Bible uh, shows you the way to gain eternal life to break free from the bondage of fear it is hope for the unbeliever You see, the Bible is also salvation for the sinner. 
salvation for the sinner. The Bible tells you that if you repent of your ways, if you if you turn your eyes towards Jesus and accept him as a sacrificial lamb, that you will have eternal life. So it is salvation for the sinner. And then last, it is grace for the Christians. You see, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect. We are all going to sin and fall short of the glory of God. And, and throughout the entire Bible, throughout scripture, you see where people, uh, uh, even men after God's own hearts and, and kings and rulers and disciples, they all fail time and time again. But the beautiful thing is that when they realize the, their failure and they turn back to God and they ask for repentance, God offers it. God offers them salvation. So I want to encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus, if if you've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior, then I want to encourage you to do so now. But but do it with a pure heart. When you repent, you have to have the correct heart. You see, God doesn't just hear your words. God knows your heart. So saying a prayer but not meaning it does absolutely no good. Saying a prayer but not meaning it will not give you salvation. You have to have a good heart. But I want to encourage you to ask Jesus into your heart. We'll do that in just a second. And then I want to encourage you to get a Bible and start reading. And I don't care where you start. Just start. There's plenty of of Bible study guides online available for free. But just start reading the Word of God. And then I want to encourage you to go to my website, join my text group, get all of the resources that are available to help you establish that relationship and discover what God's will is for your life. You see, God's will is not about money. It's not about cars. It's not about a house. It's not about bills. You see, God's will is about him. It's about him. And and you can have millions of dollars and not have joy or peace, or you can follow God's will and have joy and peace in him. And so I want to encourage you today to do that. So let's go ahead and pray. And then when we finish, please make sure you go over there and add me on everything and share this podcast out. We are to go and make disciples of men. So share this out. You never know who needs to hear this message today. Pray with me. Daddy, we love you. We love you so much. We know that when you look at us, you see our evil and wickedness and our disgusting ways. But we want to thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to walk through every temptation we could go through, to to experience every hurt, every pain, every suffering that we could ever experience, and, and to go through death and be victorious as our sacrificial lamb. So that when you see us, when you see me, you don't see John Keene. You don't see my evilness. You see a direct reflection of your perfect and holy son, Jesus Christ. I ask that you would allow him to come into my life today that you would bring him into my life, that you would you would let him guide me and that you would let him overflow through me so that when others saw me, they didn't see me, but they saw you and that everything that I do would give you glory and honor and praise. I ask that you would give me the wisdom and the discernment to know what your path is for my life. And then I ask that you would give me the courage and the strength to pursue it when you show it to me, that I would be able to walk through life without a spirit of fear, resting comfortably knowing that my life is in your hands and you are ultimately in control. You say that when we pray these things in Jesus name, that it will be done. So I believe today that as I say, amen, that God's spirit through Jesus Christ will come into my life and will save me. And I will live eternally with you in heaven. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen.
you so much for listening to the Walking with God podcast today. To find out more about me and my ministry, you can head over to johnkeen.com. That's J-N-E.com. There you'll find my Walking with God podcast, the Walking with God blog, tons of other resources and tools to help you grow each day in your walk with Christ. My prayer for you and for your life is that you would learn to live for him, that your life will be a direct reflection of Jesus Christ and that everything you do would give God the glory. Everybody have a great, great Sunday. I love you guys so much. If nobody's told you, I love you. And God loves you even more than I do. Go through this life living for him. Keep your eyes fixed on him. And I promise you, you will walk in his love and mercy. With that being said, everybody have a great day. And I'll uh, see you guys real soon on the next podcast episode. Take care.